0: good evening, Calvary Chapel. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Um, I'm going to teach today about something that is very close to my heart, very close to my heart. Uh, We're going to be teaching from the book of John. I want you to go to the book of John, and we're going to read from chapter 11 in the book of John. It's a well-known story. It is a good news story. It is about resurrection. Um, Let's read. We're going to read from verse 38. Then Jesus again, groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, but this time there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not say to you that if you will believe, you will see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me, and I know that you always hear me. But because of this, of the people who are standing by, I say this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now, when he had said these things, he cried with a low, loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out of, out of bound, hand and foot, with, with great clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloak, Jesus said to them, lose him and let him go. Amen. Uh, Let me pray before we start. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks, Father God, for this beautiful opportunity, Father God, to come to you, God Almighty, our Creator, Father God. Uh, Thank you, Father, because we're able to hear your word, Father God. Thank you, Father, because we're part of your kingdom, Father God. Thank you, Father, because we can hear. We have ears that can hear your voice, Father God. In Jesus' name, we give you thanks. Amen. So, as I was saying, this is a very well-known story for believers and not believers. This is a story of Lazarus. Lazarus was a, was a friend of Jesus. We know that from... Uh, past verses that let us know. Uh, We can read it. Let's let's go. We can read from verse 5. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So it is good that we keep this in mind. Uh, that Jesus Jesus loved Lazarus that he cares but then back to the back to the verse 40 back to the verse 40 Jesus said take away the stone then Say, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, Lazarus, say to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. Well, those that read the story before, that they read those verses before, they know um, the Lazarus being is being dead for a while. And uh, many of us are being in a situation that we, we're being waiting for the Lord and waiting and waiting and nothing happened. And uh, these are very encouraging verses for us because we know through these verses that our Lord is never late. He cared about us. He loved us. He loved you, he loved me the same way that he loved Lazarus. And uh, the most amazing thing for me is we serve the same God. He never changed. He never changed. He was willing to change Martha and Mary' circumstances as he is willing to change yours, as he is willing to change mine. But then do we have to understand something? Something that the Bible said and, and and we can see it in this in this chapter. Our time is not God's time. Our thoughts are not God's thoughts. It is sad when we grieve, when we're going through that kind of situation and being waiting for the Lord to act in a in a way that can help us. Um, even knowing that we're being promised by the Lord that we're going, we're going to go to true situations. The life of, of a Christian is not uh, um, all happiness all the time. In the sense like, we're going to experience problems. We're going to we're going to experience death in our lives. We're going to experience death um, through problems, to our marriage. Um, but uh, such amazing news that our Lord, he cares. He cares. He loves us. And the better news is that he, he have a plan. A plan that we might do not understand. We can have faith. Actually, uh, Martha, she knows the theology. She knows that. And she recites that to the Lord. As, as many of us do Sunday after Sunday after Sunday. And it is good. We need to know our theology. Right? Martha said to Martha said to Jesus, Let's go to verse twenty four and please read with me. Read with me with faith, read with me uh, taking the place of Martha. His brother whom Jesus loved, is being dead for four days. Let's say that again. His brother, Lazarus, whose Jesus, whom Jesus loved, he's being dead, he was sick. He was sick. But he's he's been dead for four days now. And Martha recites the theology. Which is great. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And actually, she goes deeper. She shows some great, at least, uh, knowledge about the Lord, the power of the Lord. She's quoting verses, true to the Lord. Verse 21. Lord, if you have been here, my brother will not have died. But it's something that she doesn't know. She knows her theology. She knows the verses. But she doesn't know that God has a perfect plan that goes beyond their sadness, beyond their grieving, beyond their suffering. Our Lord knows better. We don't know anything. His, his plan is, is a perfect plan that goes beyond Martha and Mary's uh, grieving. Her suffering is real, as our suffering is real. I believe that she is being devastated She's being devastated because she trusted the Lord. She trusted the Lord. She really knew the Lord. She she spent time with Christ. She's she's been in the same table with Christ in various occasions. And and she knows that Jesus cared about Lazarus. She knows that. When she sent the message to, to Jesus, she said, Lazarus, Lazarus, who you love, is sick. Come on, Jesus. What are you waiting for? You don't see that I'm suffering? You don't see that Lazarus, your friend, is suffering? He's sick? I know you can but Martha, in the middle of her grieving, he approached Jesus. And some way, I believe in her frustration, her grief. she said, "If you was here, nothing of this." will happen. Basically, why you're late. I wonder how many of us, so many times, so many times, we have this argument with the Lord. But Lord, where are you? Where are you been? You didn't see me struggling? Trying to find a job. You didn't see me struggling with that disease. You're, you don't care. And actually, it's the other way around. He cares. He cares so much that he will use Lazarus' death to save more people. To save more people from eternal death. He's using this miracle to make people believe. And I hope you, you see the, the things the same way. He want to use your situation, that desperate situation that you're going through, for the kingdom. He's, he's not late. He's, he's far from being late. His time is perfect. Never doubt of his love for you. Trust him. He has a plan. He has a great plan. Imagine for a second if he shows immediately, when, when he just hears about Lazarus being sick. What could happen? Well, let's take a look. Let's take a look because um, many times around us, there is people, regardless if they're our friends, if they really care or not, they're going to plant that seed of doubt in our faith, in our belief. And uh, in this case, those are the Jews. And I believe that we have so many Jews around us that always question God, always question our faith. Always. Always. That's why we have to be as close as possible to the Lord. Meditate in His Word. Read His Word. We have to. Verse 36. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him. See how he loved him. So, because Jesus was grieving, yes, we have a God that truly cares about us, that sympathizes with our weakness, with our sickness, we are our human condition, with our flesh. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. For we don't have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. So we know that he cares. We know that he sympathizes with our weakness. So it's, then it's not that bad that the Jews are, are saying that, right? Well, we have to keep reading to understand the true intentions behind this. Verse 37. And some of them say, could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from dying? You see how they referred to Jesus? This man. Because that was Jesus for them. This man wasn't the son of God. Wasn't God incarnated. That was Jesus for Martha. I know that you are the Messiah. Far from being the Messiah for these Jews. Basically, they're not saying, Wow, Jesus. Jesus really love him. No. They're saying, Well, I don't know all those. Struggling with Jesus right now. If he cares why did, he didn't show before. You never hear that? Somebody saying that to you? Or yourself? Saying like, why Jesus didn't show before? Or, or it's not showing yet? He loved me? And you might say, oh yes, he loved me. But inside of you, you have those doubts. And praise the Lord that we have this chapter to help us to understand that He really loves us, that He have a better, greater plan. So they mention Jesus' miracles. But not quite, because they didn't say that was a miracle. They just say like, open the eyes of the blind, but is this man the one that opened the eyes of the blind? So basically he's saying, did this guy really open the eyes of the blind? Because uh, I don't know, Mata, I don't know. If he had that power, why he didn't show before? Why he didn't heal your brother, right? We can easily see that happening. And we can easily see that happening in our lives. But then, back to what exactly was I was saying. He didn't show immediately. Because then will be something simple, something that people can justify. Right? Well, yeah, Lazarus was some way sick. Maybe, maybe not. You know, like sometimes you have a light headache and you don't have it anymore. But no. Jesus want to give these people the opportunity to believe. Jesus want these people to be saved, to finally understand that he is the Messiah, that he is God, that he is the only one that can give life. And he have the power. He have the power. But let's read verse thirty nine again. Jesus said, Say to whose say to them, to all of them. Take away the stone. Take away the stone. Why? Can just Jesus just I mean he is about to call a dead man out of a tomb, right? He's been dead for four days. I mean he had the power to roll that stone. But that's great news for us. Great news for us. That means that as these people we're being called. We have a mission for the kingdom. We have a calling. Lazarus was inside that tomb. And Jesus was the one that can bring him back to life. But he's, he is asking you, he is asking them, he's asking me to roll that stone. That stone that blocks Jesus' voice to be here. Lazarus needs to hear the voice of Jesus calling his name. That's why we're being called to remove that stone in the life of people. That can hear the word of the Lord. We're being called to explain the gospel, the good news, the good news that they're being dead for four days, for many years, like in my case, many years. But He is calling me. He was calling me. He keeps calling me to serve Him in the kingdom. He's calling you to roll that stone. That stone that block your neighbor to hear the voice of the Lord calling him. And it is, it is beautiful. It is beautiful. We're going to skip to verse 43. We're going to go back, but I can't avoid it. Verse 43. Lazarus, come forth says the Lord, with a loud voice, with a loud voice. You see how the Lord want to have that personal, intimate relationship with you. He's calling you by your name. He's calling you from death to life. When we accept our Lord Jesus Christ, when we accept the calling, we're newborn. Yes, we are newborn Christians. We are finally alive. And, uh, well, many scholars say, like, Jesus called it by name because if he just make a general call, everyone that was dead at the time will be out of town. Yeah. He only needed two words, two words to bring Lazarus back to life. Two words that have to encourage us, that encouraged me. Because that means that I might just need to share Two words just two words of the Bible <laughs> to bring some people that is being dead for a while bring them back to life it's all that we need they just need to hear two words from Jesus that's the power of our God that's the power of our God but guess what? We here, we have that mission. We, we have to work for the kingdom. Yes, our Lord has the power to bring people life from death. But He wants us to roll that stone. But let's check Martha's reaction to that calling. Because something tells me that might be some of us' reaction to that call. Maybe. Let's read it. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, we already know it's Lazarus, say to him, let's, let's play, let's... Put attention to this. Close attention to this. Lord. He addressed him as Lord. Because he is. He is the Lord of Lord. Good, Martha. Good. You know who you're talking with. Right? Right. She knows. By this time, there is a stench. For he has been dead for four days. From this verse alone we can teach for weeks. We ain't gonna do it right now. But hopefully we fully understand what she was saying. Lord, but this time there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. I mean, she's not wrong. Martha knows her biology, for sure. Many of us know how uh, dead body decomposes and the gases that, through the decomposition, the, the body spell. Um And it is true. She's, she's not lying. <laughs> she's not lying at all. We're not lying when we explain to the Lord But uh, that's the key word. That's the key word. He's trying to justify the no rolling of the stone to the Lord. She's trying to explain how the human body decomposed to the one that created the human body. Do you understand that? Did you hear it? She's trying to explain to the Lord how everything works. It's crazy, right? But that's the way that we act so many times. We, we try to argue with the Lord. We try to explain Him things. We know that we have to love our enemies. Right? We know that, right? But many of us trying to explain that to the Lord. Ah, uh, yes, Lord, I mean... This guy, he's not good. He's he's being very mean with me. The things that he did to me. He knows. He knows everything. He knows all. He don't want to hear your question. He don't want to hear your faith talking. He want to see your faith walking. Active faith. Active faith. Active faith. Our faith, we have to show it through action, not through words. We read it already. Martha addressed him as Lord, because he is. And we see before, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. And uh, 27, she said to him, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Again, she got it right. Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ. The Son of God who is to come into the world. Really? Martha. And, and, and when I say Martha, I don't want to say the name of, of, of you or my name, but it is the same for every one of us. Really? I mean, do you really believe that? Why are you questioning me? Just roll the stone. Just roll it. It is the Lord asking you to go and talk with your neighbor about the Lord and talk with your boss, with your co-worker. He is the one. So don't try to justify yourself. Don't try to give the Lord explanations. He knows exactly what is happening in your life. He knows exactly who are those persons because He created them. Because He created You. So it is time to show our faith with action. It is time for us to roll that stone. It is time to show the glory of the Lord to people. It is time for those people to hear the voice of the Lord, calling them by name, ask them to rise. And reclaim that life that He promised. That eternal life that He promised. Moving forward. So Jesus called him as He wanna call. The whole world. He don't came to condemn the world. He came to save us. To save the world. We are part of his kingdom. We have to start to move those stones. But it is more to do. It is more. It is more. Now when he had... Verse 43. When he had said these things. He cried... With a loud voice. Lazarus come forth. And he came back to life. But guess what? Many of us. As new believers. We will experience. The same thing that Lazarus. Is experiencing. Right now. He hears the voice of the Lord. Calling him. And we react. We walk forward. We want to walk to the Lord. We want to run to the Lord. But Lazarus, verse 44, "And he who had died came out of bound hands and foot with grave clothes, with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. That's a very common experience when we're just new believers. We still have, or maybe not, you can be the exception, but many of us, we still have our feet, our hands tied to the world, to grave clothes. We still, many of us, we still wearing dead people clothes. We still too attached to the world. He called us. We accept his calling. But we still. We still wrap. With grave clothes. And then. That's when the Lord. Asked you. Asked me. To unwrap him. Lose him. And let him go. You see. That's why we need the community of the of believers. That's why it is so important as a newborn Christian be around of the body of Christ. Those that are willing to deal because great grave clothes. Trust me, it's been four days. He's been dead for four days. And Martha, she was right. I bet I bet the Lazarus still stings. That smell has to be terrible. It is a new born believer, stinky newborn believer, right there. As a body of Christ is our call to unwrap him, to remove all that. Is the Lord calling us, calling you, calling me. Yes, he is the only one that has the power to bring him back. Dead people. He's been dead for days, for years, 40 years. He's the only one that can bring them back to life. But it is our duty. It is our obligation. As part of the kingdom. To help. Those that are still too attached to the world so now you know what to do the Lord I hope the Lord is being talking to your heart I hope the Lord through these verses is being talking to your heart you're being, you hearing from him. You're being listening to him calling you with a loud voice. With a loud voice to move that stone, to remove those great clothes. Let's show our faith through action. Jesus gave this beautiful opportunity to, to Martha. Her theology, as our theology, was on point. She knew that Jesus was the Lord, she knew that He had the power. Now, she have this opportunity to act in faith, regardless of the stage, regardless of everything that is being exposed. Because trust me, trust me, the Lord knows that you're a stinky Christian. The Lord knows that you've been dead for so long for so long that your body smell, smell to the like the world. It is time to act in faith. Present our smelly body to the Christ that want to save us, the Lord that is calling us from death to life. It is time to move that stone without questioning our Lord. It is time.